Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Ozir the Paladin. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Kreki the Brute. I'm JD. I'm playing Nolsk the Slayer. And I'm Nathan. I'm the GM for this session. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. So when we last left off, you guys had thrown head unceremoniously from his floating castle in the sky, severed from his dead limp arms. Krecky, you had possessed said castle and are now it. You had used that ability to save Ozir from falling along with head. And the last scene we saw before we closed on our lovely podcast was Nulsk nestling up in the doorway of the tower, uh, lit by the last light of the day. You have one son of Erahalan left to kill. What do you do? The first thing that Ozier is going to do is climb back up into the castle because I'm just like hanging there on Piamir's probably rapidly degrading body. Ah, head. Or head. Fuck. I, while I appreciate you getting that granular, you're, you're up there. It's, okay. It's fine. You're there. No, there's no more danger. Well, then this is probably the first time in Ozier's life when he's realized that he's happy to be alive because he just almost fell out of a castle. So, yeah. That's that's fun for him. That's super interesting, actually, where, like, you're first honest to God, scrape with death, you're happy to be alive. Yeah, it's the this, he's, like, dealing with that right now of, like, oh, maybe I don't actually want to die, and, like, God, this sucks. Give me some stuff in character with this. Like, I, I appreciate you giving me that mind space, but I you have two friends here who survived with you. Give me some give me some. So Nulsk is up in this like main chamber. You see Ozier pulling himself up the arms or whatever into the chamber. And you just hear under his breath, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Yes. Still alive. Still more work to do though. I like scratch at the stump of my arm. Uh, Ozir just wipes some of the blood off his face and uh, grins up at Nulsk. I think we're starting to get good at this, friend. I have always been good at this. And like Nulsk, uh, I don't, I like, it's so interesting because you guys have traveled for a little bit, but not as long as the others had, right? Um, but I think you're maybe starting to actually like understand him and so you can tell that he's like smiling like whatever his equivalent of smiling is it's not pretty yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you smile with your eyes but you have like a dozen so. <laughs> <laughs> i have four thank you does nils drink alcohol oh god how has this never come up what does alcohol do to pythians <laughs> you know this is un this is uncharted territory dude <laughs> Um, 
I assume since Nolsk was on a ship, he probably has consumed alcohol in the past. So Ozir pulls out a skin of wine. I have dungeon rations. So you have dungeon rations? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to use dungeon rations. That is more than reasonable because we're not going to use them for anything yeah. else. <laughs> dungeon rations as booze. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> for every game that I have, I run from here on out, if you have dungeon rations on your character sheet, they are booze. <laughs> Ozir pulls the stopper out of this like wineskin. This is strictly for ceremonial purposes, but after the day we've had, I think this counts. And uh, he takes a big swig out of it and hands it to Nolsk. Nolsk is gonna is gonna take it, and oh, this is what he does. Yeah, Nolsk just fucking chugs it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I think that's what that's what Pythians do with alcohol. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> injured plus constitution. Uh, excellent. I love it. Uh, that is a, oh, um, yeah, that's a 13. Here's a few ways you can, you, we can, we can interpret this is, um, the, the stakes here are obviously super low. I don't think you'll use charisma for anything. Uh, so I was thinking like, I was thinking you're a little numb to pain so you can have a plus one forward to, uh, con. Oh, Okay. That's cool. Is that does that work? Unless you think you'll use charisma for something. Uh, that's the that's the standard. Yeah. Like you your your tongue's a little loose, but that's not particularly useful for what we're doing. So not uh, uh, dull the pain is what I was thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably need that for later anyway. You know you know what? I don't know. Is there a concept in this game for like gray health? Gray health? Health, health that you get, but you doesn't come back. You can't heal it back. Like temporary hit points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's not like a. I don't see why there couldn't be. There's no hard and fast rule for it, but right. You want to try? How, what's your HP? What's your total HP? Total HP is twenty six. How about write down four temporary hit points? Okay. Because you'll probably. I assume you guys will camp after this, so you can be at you can be at thirty HP max for a little while. But you can't heal any higher than twenty six after this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Does that track like that? That you can do it after after I assume the upcoming camp. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna be at full HP anyway, but that's still. So just add so just add four HP. Okay, cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's that. I like that better. The one con seems a little anemic, but a but a but a minor heal under the guise of feeling less pain. Yeah, it's cool. I'm into it. This is good. And I hand him back the empty wineskin, and then he and then he probably burps in your face. Awesome, <laughs> Krecky, are you? Is this okay? Everything everything probably shakes as he talks. If you guys are inside of him, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Star Trek bridge fight scene. <laughs> We're like stumbling around. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it takes a little bit more concentration to keep myself together, though. We will be safe here for now. We need to rest before we take on the next one. That seems like a good idea. And where the arm is kind of stretched out and grabbed into the the hillside i believe is what we said like it caught the fall of the yeah i for my imagination you're in like a sort of a like tripod where the tower's cockeyed oh like against there's like the ground 
Or against like the top of against the hill. Against three hills. Yeah. Okay. And like over a valley. I'm basically just going to move it so that the cabin that we're all in, that I am, it's like just straight above it. So we're just like standing straight up in the air. You guys, you guys are safe. There's no immediate thing accosting you. And on top of that, you have the, you have this high perch. So, and I don't know by what magics exactly, but Krecky can see, and you guys have a high vantage point. All that being said, means that you can rest easy. Yeah, where are you guys? Where are you guys just bedding down in the middle of this great, the great the hall, hall? Essentially, yeah. Was there any like other rooms in here? Was it was this just kind of like this was where just where he just like a big room where he could like be with those arms? This was essentially a yeah a silo. That said. Krecky can make rooms if you're looking if you're looking for other places to like investigate. No, there's nothing here. Okay. I just didn't know. Um my halberd was just I just dropped it, right? He like took it from me. That's why I had to steal or not steal Krecky, but like take your the sword out of your back. Ah, yes, he did grab it from you. I don't remember you getting it back. His arms took it from you. I don't think you have a weapon anymore. Granted, you could feasibly go get it. But that's a, a I feel thing like you'd have to do. Looking for a a needle in a haystack, you probably chucked it. I was gonna say so. it, it would be a roll, right? It's possible, but right now, no. I guess you don't have one. Correcty. Yes. Shake, 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 shake. Do you have any further need of the hammer and the chisel for now? <laughs> I suppose they're a little small for me. You just see like a a cube like raise up out of the ground as a pedestal, and they're just sitting like crisscrossed on top of that cube. I thank you, friend. At the most convenient time, I shall give these back to you. So you guys all rest. You rebuild yourselves and all that. The day breaks. What do you guys do? So I don't know about Krecky, since Krecky doesn't sleep, obviously, but... Ozir, you're going to awake to the sound of Nulsk, like, screaming in pain. Well, well. Ah! Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, like, just a splash of, like, blood even across your face. After a while of adventuring, I don't think Ozir's gut reaction would be to ask a question. He, like, snaps his eyes open when he hears screaming and goes for the... Well, he goes for his halberd, but what's there is the hammer. And he, like, starts climbing to his feet, and then he sees you. So I took a I took a move. Let's establish this uh, on the cast. So I took a move called Corrupted, which has a bunch of bullshit text to it. But basically the idea is that uh, you gain a benefit due to an interaction with a violent monster... Uh, in this case, basically, I am the violent monster, <laughs> so we're just rolling with that. You gain a benefit such as unnatural regeneration, speed, or reflexes, but also a detrimental side effect. So I'm getting this monstrous arm that's replacing my previously lost arm. And then from now on, I'm going to be weak to water or when exposed to water. We'll we'll see how that ends up. So yeah, basically, you're, I was, you're just waking up to just seeing like... No screaming. There's like a like a spouting of blood as this like monstrous arm is like erupting from the side of Nulsk. Yeah. So there's just like black ichor um, as these like bones are like ripping out of his out of his like you know semi healed flesh because it's been like a couple of days since this arm got cut off, uh, and now it's like erupting 
into this growth that forms into this this huge arm that he's gonna have to like drag behind him uh, and won't be able to like use very nimbly or anything. Nosk, Nosk, what's wrong? I don't know. Ah! Do you need me to cut it off? <laughs> ah! Like I, I don't know that Ozier would have any. You know what? Because of the sort of uh, Cold War, I suppose, that's going on between Death and Pythia right now, I'm assuming I've been had some training in, like, Pythian anatomy. I'm thinking of, like, the, the scene from Starship Troopers where they're, like, cutting open the bugs in high school or college or whatever they're in. There's at least, there's a few things like Nolsk, I guess, established. At the very least, there was Dreekic, so we can assume there's something else. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and spell her. Go ahead and spell her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a five. Well, uh, here's your fail, Nathan. I got you on this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, go for Maybe it. Maybe this arm is not fully under my control at this point. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So yeah, Nolsk is flailing around with this with this giant, and this thing is a, as big as you are tall, at least, right? Yeah, basically. So we, I mean, we're giving it like a, a reach tag. So this thing is fucking. It does not fit my body. We'll put it that way. And it like it like snaps at the air a few times and and claws randomly, and then just grabs you around the throat as you're attempting to remember like what is it that Pythians <laughs> do sometimes? Yeah, I'm picturing this thing as having like three like. Uh, you know, wicked-looking claws on the end of it. Yeah. So Nolsk, you you are are horrified and and trying to back up as this possessed arm of yours is lifting Ozir into the air and like buckling your knees a little bit, and you don't quite know what to do here. I'm sorry, I'm not doing this. Cracky, it looks like your friends are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Make. <clears throat> as i'm choking <laughs> it's like holding you up off your it's holding it's kicking choking at the you air and kicking <laughs> at the air uh Krecky's just going to lift up a, a pedestal and put his feet on it to assist him and not being choked to death i like so, I so like i'm that. still being choked <laughs> yeah, but i'm not yeah, dangling, not dangling. Anymore. <laughs> that's not really the problem <laughs> exactly that's what i'm going for he's finding an issue and cracky probably doesn't remember that we have to breathe yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of old-fashioned for old cricks. <laughs> if it's that big, it's probably like all the way around my throat, right? Cause oh, yeah. Nilsk is oh, like, yeah, I was picturing it absolutely as like, like... You're like a short person, right? You're yeah. not like... Yeah, I think we, I think we explicitly yeah. said he's like 5'6", five, 5'8", five, something like that. So yeah, he's he's small. This arm, I think, is, is like longer than he is tall. I'm explicitly leaning into the unnaturalness of Pythia. So, so it might just be all the way, like the hand's probably all the way around my neck. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can just fall backwards okay. away from it. Then I'm going to just try to like get a, a one hand under the thumb and the other hand kind of like around some of the fingers and like pry myself free of it. Yeah, defining your plus strength. 12. Yeah, you've created some space here pretty easily. Uh I think you wrench Nolsk's thumb back, which it hurts. What well, thumb is being pretty liberal here? I think they're all equidistant from each other. What, uh, what do you, what do you do from there? 
I think I, I just kind of like jump down from the this pedestal and close some of the distance to Nolsk. Nolsk, can you figure out how to control this thing? Chain. And it's like it's like sh- shaking and like it's even probably pulsing as like fresh blood is pumping through it for the first time. Um, but I mean, it's probably it's probably coursing around again to like try and get Ozia right because this it's a Pythian arm and it's trying to murder the uh, this servant yeah, so of it's, death. It's like thrashing around and snapping. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nolska is like being dragged around by it. Basically, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get it under control, but I'm not. You know how successful that is 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 uh, up to up to you, Nathan. I don't know. We've spent enough time on this to be completely honest. I'm not super interested in you like hurting Ozir with this thing. Right. I did I did think the scene was funny. Yeah, I mean he got he got the good ass roll, so I think we can just maybe call it if Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. D- narrate as you rein this thing yeah, in. Yeah, perfect. So um I think that it's you know, it's thrashing about and it's still trying to get Ozir, but Ozir's aware now and so is able to like keep out of its way as Nulsk is trying to like control it. Uh and I think it's like dragging Nolsk around and trying to get to him and like it's like clawing forward right and then like dragging itself forward and dragging Nolsk with it um <laughs> and then one time as it like drags it up Nolsk literally just starts like stomping on it <laughs> to try and get it to like behave basically uh and then a mix of that it's like it's actually Nolsk's like willpower right like finally getting control over this magical uh explosion of like Pythian energy but it's yeah, it's manifest that as he's stomping down on it, and then it, it finally like releases its grip on the ground, and he's able to to move it uh, himself instead. I, uh, I think, I think it's okay. Sorry, I don't know what happened. And then I think even then, like Nolsk is able to pick it up off the ground uh, himself and like flexes it, like you know, opens and closes the claws a few times. We had mentioned before that you have clumsy with it. I don't know how long that'll stick, but for sure until you get your bearings, it'll be clumsy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't think that it's like a necessarily needs to be a permanent thing. So when it when we get to that point, we'll know. Do you have this all the time now? Yeah, yeah. That's how the, I mean, oh, that's how the move is okay. written, basically, is that like you, you just yeah. gain this new benefit. Um. So yeah, you just also get the weakness with it. What the fuck was that, Nolsk? It's I, uh, some of my kind. They regrow limbs. I didn't know that I would. I, I guess this is me. And he's still like exhausted from this like fight with it. Are you sure you have that thing under control now? Nope. <laughs> but I, I think so. It feels heavy yes it does is the rest of you going to change to match i hope not that was very painful no as long as you keep it out of control and off my neck i think it could be a a blessing in disguise i said sorry where's socks (laughs) i'm gonna go look for my weasel imagine cracky made like a small sill for him to sit in cute so Nils goes and finds Socks, who, who's lounging in, the, in one of the sills. Cracky, what have you been doing? You obviously made a pedestal for Ozier, which wasn't I'll, especially I'll, I'll go useful. now. I'll go now while it's uh, 
Sorry. I didn't want to interfere. It would have been a useful time for some interference, Cracky. I wasn't sure what the quarrel was about. I don't think Nolsk's new arm likes me very much. Best to get on his good side, then. I'll be sure to talk to him about that. How do you like your new body? Aside from the strain of keeping myself together, knowing that this is possible is encouraging. However, in our journey, it might befit me to be more compact. Do you think you could simply... Break off a piece of the castle around your sword? That may be possible, yes. Did you realize that you had this kind of power, Cracky? I had been stuck in the same place for a very long time, unaware that even I could reach out further than my prison being a part of those swords. I will admit to being nervous. I do not know what this strain is that I feel. If it is physical, mental, or something else. These newfound powers of yours, Cracky, they offer you so much freedom. Are you sure you still seek an end? I seek a new beginning, which may be difficult for you to understand, pup. But I have existed for far too long. And new tricks aren't what I desire. My god does not do new beginnings, Cracky. But I find that I also hunger for something other than... And he sort of like gestures at his armor and stuff. This... There is a wide world out there to see. Should it come to pass that we survive these ordeals, is that a road you'd be willing to walk with me? If the time comes where that question is immediate, I will answer it then. I have two questions. Uh, the first one, where where is Nilsk right now? Yeah, I'm probably, I mean, he probably just like went up to hang out with Socks and curled up and whatever. Okay. Uh, two, how does Krecky see? That's a really good question. I was imagining it is like attention, like 
like in the sense of I'm not like an all seeing eye. It's more like if I like if he's standing on me, I my my consciousness is like with him if that's where it's going to be. So I don't know if it's like seeing is exactly what's happening. It might be like it's an awareness. Would you, Cracky, defy danger plus wisdom for me? Ooh. Yes. Ten. So here's how I'm going to say that this works, is that you have a peripheral awareness, which is to say, like, your periphery is all of you. Though, like anything else, like anybody else, it, it only matters what you're looking at directly. But you get a strange feeling while you're talking to Ozir that things have been a little too quiet for too long. And you, while you're talking to Ozir, begin looking out and around. And from way up high in your guys' perch, some birds fly off in some of the surrounding forestry. The trees shake. The flat land nearby is being trampled. You hear the slow rumbling and the sixth stench of booze on the air. And Cracky, just way off on the horizon, you can see the black hordes of Piamir coming for your tower. Uh, perhaps that question is coming faster than I expected. Nolsk. Eh. What? I believe... A horde is coming. And he, like, pushes himself up. Lots to kill, then. Okay, sucks. Let's go. I guess we're going to go to the, like, doorway that we were sitting in. Like, it's weird because it's still elevated off the ground, but I assume that's where they're going to try to get into. I'm not sure. I mean, they're way off. You guys have plenty of time. That was kind of what the role was. Was how close they actually were. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys are on stilts, essentially. So as far as how they're going to get at you would be the, the, the stilts. But you guys have you guys have time to prepare and think about things and ask me questions and, and shit like that. I wanted to give you a time and opportunity for that yeah. if the role is allowed. That was what I was asking. So I was trying to think about like how to prepare for this because we don't have any ranged shit. It's not like we're gonna. It's not like we're gonna. Well, whatever. It's not like we're gonna sit here and build a ballista, but I do have a move I haven't used, which is with friends like these. Uh, which is you've made unlikely allies with monsters or other nasties in the past, aka Pythians. Maybe they saved your life or gave you vital information. Whatever happened, it was enough to spare them. Because of this, you can occasionally call upon hirelings that are monsters or corrupted humanoids. Perhaps they're not as bad as everyone thinks. Sometimes they'll have a cost associated with their monstrous nature, like needing to feed on human flesh. If it doesn't work out, you can always just slay them, right? So what if I summon some Pythians <laughs> to fight with us? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ever do stuff and you're like, I don't know how they're gonna do how they're gonna get out of this, and then one of them is like, I'm gonna summon a bunch of Pythians, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, that was that was why I wasn't really that worried. No, that's fucking awesome. Is there a role associated? No, that's with that? it, man. It's just I can call on uh I can call on hirelings that are monsters. 
and they might have a cost. It cost is capitalized. Yeah. So Nolsk and Sox go over to the to the doorway and kind of look out um, on the oncoming horde. I don't think we can do this on our own, even with your new form, Cracky. I don't think we have much choice, Nolsk. There may be a way to get some help. I don't think Sox is going to cut it. No, not Sox. If I can call on siblings from home, they can help us. We Pythians, if given something to kill, we will. I can't promise that they won't try to turn on us once this is all done, but it might be enough to save us for now. Oh, this is interesting because Ozir is totally not down with... Uh, oh yeah, that's why this is summoning dope. a bunch of Pythians. One way or the other, Nolsk, your siblings will have to be put down. You've shown that you can be trusted, but unleashing such potential evil into the world, I cannot allow. Uh, I think that... Um... Maybe Nolsk's, like, face doesn't really change, uh, although it's difficult to read anyway, but his arm, like, just, like, his new monstrous arm just, like, flexes and, and like, pulses angrily. Um, but Nolsk keeps a level head uh, and says, um, If you want to meet your god so badly, then no, we won't have to summon them. It's up to you, Ozir. No need for a premature reunion, Nolsk. What do you need? I need something to open the portal. Your armor is made of coins. I can do it with that, though it will not be very large. I believe some siblings could still squeeze through. I do not believe the Lord of the Gates would look kindly upon his spoils being used to let loose his enemies. Then I guess we sit here and die. And Nils just, like, sits down to make his point. <laughs> his big, stupid arm hanging off behind him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no need to be so dramatic, Nilsk. We do, after all, have an entire walking fortress on our side. You require coin, Nulsk. Yes. It is of good fortune, then, for the covetous little sniveling child thought to sit on his riches. And I guess it, it would be kept from below. So, yeah, I think it'll, like, raise up, like, the, the gold will, like, raise up out of the ground. In the same in the same way, and it'll it'll just it'll make a circle around Nulsk, who's like sitting there pouting, like all the gold will rise up around him, so it just encircles him. And this gold, this amount of gold, Nulsk is easily enough to keep you on this plane. Well, what are you gonna do? You win some, you lose some. Uh, <laughs> I um, just I just wanted I wanted that to be the stakes. No, I is like that, that you're doing this instead of staying on the plane, right? <laughs> yes okay now we're working 
And he like stands up and he starts scattering the gold around with his Pythian arm, his big monstrous arm. Um, is like throwing it around, but then it like it clearly ends up becoming a kind of uh, uh, ritual shape, like a ritual circle almost. Um, like there's something arcane in the way that he's scattering it about as he's he's preparing this this uh, this ritual that I think he knows like innately like it's in his you know pythian genetics almost more so than he knows what he's doing like he's not a magic user he doesn't fucking he wouldn't know how to just open a portal in any other context i I really like the imagery of the arm being the one that's like scattering the gold yeah because the arm might know how to do it better than nulsk i agree or is like more primally attached to that the plane no i love it i love it i think that's great so yeah, if that's cool with you guys, I mean, I don't know if you guys want like a you know ritual phrase or anything that's said, but I think something about this like opens the portal. So I have I have some ideas about how this will work. Um, the one that I've, that is boiling in my head is that you guys would get th- essentially three hold to use between the party. That you can direct this Pythian horde with. You just spend a hold, direct the horde, and it does something, and then whatever you do with it would be narratively convenient if anybody's if everybody's okay with that i would stake that ozir can add his armor to the ritual for an additional two hold you lose your armor but there is both a a symbolic gesture in this as well as some real mechanical stakes were added to this a lot of this has just been narrative stakes mostly because i think this is fucking awesome I will leave that to you, Ozir, if you want to swallow your pride a little bit and throw in for this. I don't think that Ozir would put his armor into this. Not, And it's not even that he's convinced. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not that he's convinced that like, the path that he's on is correct. It's that he knows that his god is like a very real concrete mover and shaker in the universe and that pretty much his entire life his only purpose has been to stop this kind of stuff from happening and like he might be having some passive crisis of faith right now like he's not gonna stop killing these cyclopses cyclopes because he's pretty sure that that's like the right thing to do like he's liberating Pretty sure murder is the right thing to do <laughs> the island have you read dungeon world yeah uh yeah he's just not willing to risk the potential like fallout of using his sacred armor i like that crisis though like i like that you're you're wavering right like the that you're like you think about throwing your armor on the pile yeah, and then you decide. No, he's not like to, to the point where he good. would rather strategically live than like throw his life away for some like greater good. But right. he's not like he's maybe a little arrogant in thinking that like, oh, we'll win anyway, and I won't die. And that also, but if I throw this armor on there, it might piss God off. Fuck yeah! So to clarify one more time. I'm going to give the whole party three hold. And you guys spend that hold to cinematically command the Pythian army, not necessarily anyway, in character command them. You can if you want. 
I'm not sure necessarily they listen to anybody but Nolsk. That said, if you want to try, that's a that's a different thing that could happen. They're they are an entity you could interact with if you wanted, like you could feasibly define your plus charisma or whatever, roll plus charisma to maybe get more hold. That can be talked about when we get there if you feel like you really need them. Other than that, are there other preparations you guys want to make before we obviously the this the 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 Pythians are going to show up here in a second. I just wanted to check in. We can cut right to the the horde. Yeah, I don't think that I have anything. No, I'm going to try and figure this out as we go. Yeah, I think so. I yep. think this is great. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a giant building. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Bonesaw yeah. is dying. Uh, Nelsk, Nelsk, describe this. Describe the rest of this ritual for me. Describe these this horde. So I think that this this gold like burns up into a, a magical dust, almost like a, a magical ether um, that creates this portal that like fills us in. So it's this massive golden opening in reality. A big gold stargate. Yeah, basically, right? And it even probably like pulses out and in it's like churning Pythians begin to come through and they're just you know monsters of of various sizes shapes and forms most of them probably essentially mindless I think most Pythians are mindless like mindless beasts essentially that are commanded by like you know a, a hive commander um, and I think that that's a lot of what is pouring forth like Pythia spends so much time fighting between each other, like the the warlords fight between each other, that there are almost always like kind of these like standing produced armies. Um, and I think that that's what Nolsk is drawing from. Uh, before we get too much farther, yeah. I want to know what commander you're stealing this army from. Oh, God. Um, what warlord? Mrogol. His name is Mrogol. Yeah, that's a guy I'd die to. M R A G O L, Mrogol. Yeah. So as as this horde of Piamir besets the castle that is Kreki. Jesus Christ! What have we done? <laughs> I fucking love it. Nelsk, describe Mrogol's horde as they pour out from this portal that you've made. If we if we were to like look at this castle form and like if the doorway of Kreki's new body is like its mouth, it's just vomiting forth. Pythians and they're like just pouring onto the ground and scrambling immediately and just like looking for the chance to kill. That's fucking awesome. And they they form a perimeter around you and these two mindless voracious armies tear into each other as Nolsk and Ozir and Kreki watch on. Kreki will get to you last because you're the big slow one. (laughs) And Nolsk just formed the portal. Ozir Zach had said that Crikey had formed kind of like a, a bipod, I think, at this point over a big valley, which is where I'm assuming these are like pouring down. So I'm going to aim the hammer and chisel at the peaks of one of the, the like valley slopes and basically try to create an avalanche to cut off half the army from the other half. That's wonderful. I mean, just do, yeah, we'll just do a hack and slash. We'll just do a hack and slash and, and, and carry it out from there. Uh, that's a 10. Yeah. So as lightning strikes this first hillock, 
it dissolves into rubble and cuts off uh, half of the approaching army from the other. And these mindless Pythians begin to circle back around and have a, an opportunity to pincer this other portion of the zombie army as it approaching. Krecky, our Jake the dog, the, you big behemoth, what do you do? So the portal is closed, and I imagine that... <clears throat> I don't know if it's closed yet. Okay. Portal <laughs> just, is... just because I really like the idea of them just like pouring out and pouring out. Okay. Then, yeah. I'm going to sprout all of my appendages and start walking <laughs> towards them, and then I think I'm going to do... The old giant kick to like just a mass of, a mass of these creatures to just like send them. So I'm also gonna like dig up the earth beneath them and just like crash into and try and send a bunch of them flying. Fuck yeah! Uh, def- uh, hack and slash. Ten. So as as part of this Pythian army begins to double back and pincer. This zombie horde is funneled into this one area, surrounded on either side by Pythian mindless drones. The big building that is Krecky lurches off of one of its feet and takes a step forward and crashes its other foot through the horde. Nulsk, you're hanging on through the doorway of Krecky's tower as just the last of the Pythians are spilling out. What are you doing? Can't let them have all the fun socks. Let's go. And I'm going to like use my, my big-ass monster's arm and gripping onto the stone and swing myself out to drop down uh, against this uh, Cyclopean horde. Uh, defy plus, I don't know, strength? Uh, sure. I, I guess we're using, you're using your big arm is why I was thinking strength. That is an eight. No, a nine. So you you dash down this thing with a surprising amount of ease. You're getting used to this new appendage of yours rather easily. The thralls of Piamir began scrabbling up the one lone stationary leg of Krecky as they begin pouring through the semicircle that the Pythians have begun forming. But you're down, you have full access to the thick of it. What do you do? Uh, what do these thralls like look like? So they, they look almost like naked mole rats. They're thick, skinned, and pale with one warm rot eye. Their their arms and legs are, are scaled back, almost forming cloths. You hear from above them all whispering, Piamir is coming. Piamir is coming. As the thick stench of booze radiates from each of their pores. I think that wherever uh, wherever they manage to, like, they're starting to pour through this, like, semicircle that was formed by the Pythians, um, wherever that breach is, I'm, like, landing right in the middle of that, and I'm literally sweeping in a big circle with, like, claws out of this big-ass arm, sweeping around and trying to catch them all as much, and, like, one of them gets through, right, and I'm just going to jab it with my tri-pick um, with my, my left hand. Uh, which can still still wield weapons, all while Socks is like darting in, right, and like catching them by the leg and like tripping them up as they fall. He like dives forward and like tears their head off, like bites at their throats. And yeah, we're just trying to like maintain this this like one part of it. Fuck yeah! Uh, hack and slash. Cool. Oh no. <laughs> uh, that's a. Uh... 
three. So Ozir from your perch on the on the ramparts will call them. You see Nulsk excitedly dive down into the thick of all these zombies. And he beheads a couple of them. Nulsk dives face first into the eye of another as his great Socks. arm sweeps. Socks. What did I say? Nulsk. Ah. Socks dives headlong into the eye of another. As Gnulsk's great newly birthed arm creates a crescent around him, but it isn't enough as he is quickly overtaken and they begin dragging him backward into the horde. What do you do? I'm going to jump off the ramparts and as I'm like leaping down between my legs, I'm going to strike the uh, hammer to chisel. So like as I'm falling straight down beneath where I'm going to land, I'm like clearing a landing zone and try to land as close to Nulsk as I can. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <I> yeah. <laughs> I like where this roll is going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think this might be like a dex. What about con to land? Well, Cause it's still an issue of aim. It's not really an okay. issue of you land. Yeah, I think I'm, dex I think is that's that's fine. fine. Dex? Yeah. I think yeah, dex makes yeah, sense. Yeah, dex. Makes dex, the most sense, at least. Yeah, I think that's what's at stake. Yep. <laughs> that's a four. <laughs> Ozir, you jump from the lip of Krecky's tower, shooting lightning bolt after lightning bolt and clearing out the path below you, and you land safely just as you hear one last loud crackle and realize that your hammer and chisel aren't making that noise but instead, something else has followed Nulsk's path that he created from Pythia to here. Something big and mean. Krecky, as you look within yourself, the warlord Mrogel from Pythia has just followed the rest of his horde. Each of you, give me a, give me a, a physical attribute of Mrogel. Either a weapon or like physical stature or just something about him. We can we can each create this guy because obviously I didn't have him planned. Ryan, you're on my left, so start with you. I might need a minute, so if anybody else has something good. So he's got a wicked two-sided axe for a hand. Yeah, that's one of his hands, but his other two hands wielded a, a massive two-handed cleaver. Does he have three hands? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Was he built that way or did he lose the fourth? Who knows? No one asks. Yeah. No one no, ever asks. Never ask he about the other hands. Never asked about the hands. Don't look at the hands. Don't talk about the hands. So he's got like a an elongated horse's head, but it's made out of like human. He, it's like a human face, but that the muzzle or like the mouth and nose are stretched out like a horse. He's drooling acid because I like the he spits acid kind of. Uh, oh, he looks like Beta Ray Bill, doesn't he? Oh, oh God. yeah. <laughs> oh. oh no, he's got a horse. He's like a centaur. He's got like a big, a big long quadrupedal body. Is it quadrupedal or is it sextrapedal? I like, uh, I like six legs. legs. Yeah, I like six a six-legged centaur body. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, gross yeah. and all of this. And weird. <laughs> nah. Well, and like Kill it. they do increase in size, so the back ones are are like smaller than the other ones, 
and he there's like a there's like a like a poisonous bulb on the back he can kind of like buck his backside up and use it as a as a stinger I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, I don't like this guy. I nope, want fan art, it. but it's nope. It's <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I want to start over. You know, I've been having enough nightmares lately already. I don't really need this in my life. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and Krecky, as you look within yourself, this horrifying horse demon is emerging from this portal that Nulsk created, fueled by the bloodbath of this battle. And he goes and he's about to jump and leap into battle and command his forces at the very least. You know full well that Nulsk will be a high priority of his. What do you do? Can I try and swat him out of the air like a like so many bugs? Defy danger plus dex. My dex is a minus one. Oh, You're a giant gosh. house. This will be house fine. Is, house is traditionally not the most dexterous. A seven. Ha <laughs> ha. No shit. Huh. You go to swat him out of the air, and you do keep him from descending fully into the battle, but he's stuck grabbing your arm with his strange sex sextapedal? With his strange six legs, which all each of which have these strange, like, Long no, fingers. No, no, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I just light myself on fire. I'm done. <laughs> it's too gross. You don't, you don't wash that away by normal. It's by <laughs> touching me. Nulsk, the air around you is charged once more with that ritual that you started before, and you think to yourself. I thought that all of the horde had followed through. These these thralls of Piamir are beset upon you and, and gnashing and tearing at your big arm. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting I'm getting like dragged into their horde, right? So I think that I'm maybe gonna spend a hold, given that I was the one who summoned these Pythians here. I think there is still like an innate like I have a little bit of mastery over them. Or maybe not mastery, but camaraderie yeah yeah so i think that i think that i'm gonna i'm gonna spend one of these holds i'm gonna give myself at least an opening so though though you know all the ones that are carrying me forth or, or dragging me they're gonna be beset upon by pythians to free me yeah give me give me some narration yeah perfect so uh i think that nolsk is getting dragged in and uh Slax is still fighting alongside and i'm still trying to like hit with my tri pick but there are just too many of them so i can't like i can't keep up and it gets like lodged in one of their ribs or something i have to like yank it out and it takes time and so i'm getting i'm getting slowly dragged back in but then the the pythian horde like kind of calms and and overwhelms this this section of the battle um and they and they pile on and terror two of them are grabbing each like follower of Piamir and they're ripping them in half and tearing them apart and getting through here in order to uh you know in order to get to me and they're just spilling so much blood that i'm sure it's making Mrogle even more powerful but then yeah hopefully spending that hold i think is, is the goal is to like free me oh yeah and and you have an opportunity here to act so ooh, this is what i'm doing i'm diving forward but i need to find a way to shut this down so obviously piamir is leading them but is piamir here do you want to discern reality I, that's what i'm going for yeah 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 please please cool. do please do so yeah as basically as, as i'm freed i'm i'm getting up i'm like hoisting myself up on uh, on my big ass arm, uh, and I'm trying to survey the battlefield. That is a seven, so I have one question. 
who uh who's really in control here i guess is maybe uh to answer i mean to answer your question directly no pimir is not here okay you see you see lots of these same sized feral will say cyclope zombies cyclopodial zombies i don't know what you should be on the lookout for is far off in the distance followed by a a, a sort of electric hum is a big ass zombie with four arms that is holding cloud cutter oh fuck uh. so then i think through the through the din of battle through like the the pythians fighting these followers of piamir around us i'm going to make my way to azir azir what as you like yeah. shove yeah, yeah. The... like shoving the the chisel into some cyclope's head <laughs> Up through the horde. Something with the sword we had earlier. Ozier looks and his shoulders just kind of fall. These followers of Piamir, the Pythians, can handle them. But this one, it's big. We need to go and kill it. Follow me. And I'm going to start racing ahead into the, into the, the throes of this battle in order to try and get to that four-armed thing. Hopefully Ozier is following me, but not necessarily. Hell yeah. Uh, how are the two of you pushing through this horde? Oh, I think I'm just clearing us a path. Oh, shit. That's tough. The hammer and chisel. Sick. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Defy danger plus... we. I uh, Strength is what I have you roll for this. Yep. Yeah, so defy danger plus strength. Uh, That's an eight. So I think you can clear a path, especially given that you have the Pythian horde bolstering your offense from this point on. That said, the two of you are a fair distance away from Krecky. And Krecky, as we pan back to you, a few of this zombie horde has broken free and has begun scrabbling up one of your legs, while Mirogel is attached to your arm, we'll call it. All of these things are pretty relative. You are just a big tower. And it begins hammering at the boulders in your arm, attempting, attempting to weaken the integrity of it. What do you do? I'm going to try and grab a hold of him and try and plunge him into the ground at my feet. Yeah, Defy Ninja plus strength. Yeah. He's still holding on tight. Defy Ninja plus strength to, to pick him up. Cool. Sounds good. That'll be a 10. Fuck yeah. Hack and slash. That'll be a six. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So you pick him up with these fingers that you're forming as you as you move along and bend your arm back and pluck him off. And as soon as you go you go and move your arm in a quick motion to try to shove him back into the ground, he moves in quick succession and smashes the boulder of your we'll call it a thumb. He leaps free of your grip and lands just ahead of your two companions as they find a clearing with them and the four-armed zombie with the sword. Nolsk, since you have that, that plus one from the DR, I think I'm going to give you a, give you a priority here, also because I want to remember to make sure you use it. So you hear uh, you hear the smashing of boulders as some of these thralls of Piamir are crushed beneath the boulders of Kreki. And nearby, you hear that strange, like, heavy breathing slash neighing you know of your commander. Just ahead of you is this four-armed zombie you saw holding Cloudcutter. Surrounded by a scorched earth of a horde of zombies. What do you do? I recognize that stench. 
Ozir, there's something I have to do. Go on ahead. Yeah, I, I don't think Ozir, like, it's the heat of battle. I don't think he really says anything. He just jogs towards the massive four-armed Cyclope. Sweet, yeah. I'm cutting off to the side to try and uh, confront Mrogol. And the camera follows you as it, as it zooms out, and you, you hack, and to be cliche, you hack and slash through this horde of zombies until you are close enough, we'll say, to Mrogol, at least for you to take over narration. Tell me what you're doing. Mrogol! I did not expect to see you. How is our home? Home, Nolsk. Has this place made you so soft that the hellfire which forges blades with which we may use to destroy this realm you call a home? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna run at him. <laughs> uh, hell, hack and slash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This will do it. Uh, A9. Uh, fuck yeah. Roll your damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is uh, 11 damage. Fuck you. <laughs> Your fucking huge Pythian arm hits him squarely across the jaw and sends his entire body spinning backward into the Pythian horde that's behind him. I think, unfortunately, though, you failed to keep into account that he still has some control over all of this. As a couple of your less cognizant brethren come upon you from behind and bite you squarely in the neck. So roll a d6. Okay. Add two. Cool. Ah, and I probably like grab him and try to like rip him off of me. But the battle still rages on. Ozir, you are surrounded by the thralls of Piamir. You've created a bit of a gap and in front of you, you have a tunnel to the big brute which is carrying Cloud Cutter. What do you do? So I'm gonna charged through this tunnel and we still have two hold left right yep so i'm gonna spend one of those hold to create like a shield wall kind of of pythian demons between me and it as i like get out of this tunnel and sort of into the clear towards it and i uh just yell as i charge at it i want my sword back and uh, i'm gonna use that to trigger exterminatus uh-huh yeah I'm, as i'm charging towards it I'm going to just try to go, like, with the hammer into one of its knees. Uh, yeah, hack and slash. Uh, that's an eight. Uh, fuck yeah. First roll your damage. Eleven damage. And you smash into its knee, crippling it, essentially, dropping it to one side as its already top-heavy body begins to fall over. As it begins to collapse, it, it bludgeons you across one side of the head. Uh, go ahead and roll a d10. Ooh, that is a 10. And you're sent reeling back into the middle of this pit that you've created for yourself as this four-armed zombie brings itself back up to its full height. Krecky, you see your two friends each engaged in solo combat as this zombie horde is crawling up the side of you and they are beginning to reach the actual lip of the tower now picking at stones and hucking them back down at the Pythian horde beneath them. What do you do? I think this is kind of a sweet thing. On the lip, there will sprout up out of the ground 
stone versions of humanoid figures. One of them will have the actual sword, which will be me, but there's just copycats all along the lip, and they just start hacking as the creatures like come up, try to come up over the side, just like swinging the swords back and forth. That's wonderful, hack and slash. Ten. Uh, yeah, roll your damage. A four. In these miniature versions of yourself, perhaps I guess they'd be closer to life-size versions of yourself, rend this insurgent force to pieces as their eviscerate rains down on the battlefield below. Nulsk, that ever-present smell of booze is now mixed with a rain of blood and bone, as you can hear the crunching of Piamir's thralls on the lip of Kreki's tower. Morogal is squared off with you again, the Pythians around you giving a wide berth to this similar to that which has now surrounded Ozir. You think to yourself, I think they like to see a fight. I'm going to like reach out with my big ass arm, but then I'm going to dig into the ground. I'm going to haul myself forward and try to catch him with my tri-pick right in the, right in the horse face. Uh, hack and slash, fuck yeah. Yeah, this is not unfamiliar to them, I think, as like warlords fighting each other for dominance. It happens all the fucking time. Uh, that is going to be another nine, it looks like. Hell yeah, roll your damage. Less damage. Uh, that is six damage this time. And you catch him squarely in the jaw and he t- as he tosses his cleaver to one side and bats you away and charges you quickly and is going to tee off on you with the full heft of the cleaver. I want you to roll a d10. All right. Add one. Ouchies. Nine damage. So, yeah, I think that cleaver, like, really digs into my side, carves a big gash in me. Fuck you, horse face. I love that Nulsk has learned what horses are. <laughs> In the other fighting pit, Ozir has been knocked over onto his side, bludgeoned by this zombie who has risen up to his full height and is looking to skewer you with cloud cutter it coming down point first toward your heart. What do you do? Uh, that's <laughs> a fucking... Stakes! Uh, I take it. Yeah. Roll plus con? <laughs> <laughs> So his his one leg is bad, right? So he's like kind of off balance already. I'm gonna use the the like lightning bolt thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it at his head and try to knock him over backwards. <laughs> Fuck yeah, hack and slash. Uh, that's a thirteen. Yeah, roll your damage. Uh, nine. Uh, yeah. I mean, describe that. You knock him backwards. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I think the the lightning bolt like cracks out and just takes him right across the face. Yeah. All the hair on his face is just gone. He like it catches him and he does that thing when you like a boxer gets caught just right in the jaw. They like go stock uh, shock stock still. Stock still. It's okay. And, take your time. Uh <laughs> You know what? Two tall boys is about <laughs> all it takes anymore. So and he's just he Starts going over backwards. And Ozir is going to get up and as he goes down, like getting on top of his chest and rolls reversed, he's going to drive the the chisel point first into his eye and take his head out with a lightning bolt just right through the dome. 
Hack and slash. Pop that zit. Pop that zit. <laughs> uh, that's a fourteen. Uh, nah, just just narrate it. Let's, <laughs> let's let's yeah. Let's be let's be fair here. The way you narrated this does not be academic. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, so he, like, drives the chisel into its eye, and as he hits it, oh. the the head and, like, the ground underneath of it just erupts around him. Oh. Just a rain of dirt and blood. Krecky, as you've, as you've managed to stay the horde off of the lip of your tower for now, they've managed to keep yourself safe as well as, well as the integrity of your building safe. An explosion happens near where one of your friends is. And you see just barely Nulsk squaring off with that same horsefly you were dealing with a minute ago. The Pythians seem less engaged with fighting the Horde currently than they are with watching the chaos that's happening around them. As though they are driven by the drawing of powerful bloodshed, they love to see two big forces going at it. And subsequently, this has left a bit of a gap for much of the horde of Pimir's thralls as they come in mass through this gap we had before where the Pythians had made a pincer attack. A few of them are scrabbling up each of your legs now, one on each hillock, as more and more of them are just surrounding you. What do you do? I'm going to abruptly lower myself down and retract all of my ligaments until I'm just sitting there and I'm going to let them fill the castle. And then once I, I fill up with a concentration of them and I feel them tearing away at my body, just going to shut the front door and then digest them. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I'm into this, but describe what you mean by digest. I I think I, I mean it's just like I'm going to like manipulate the mass inside of me and just start like squishing them all, oh, you know, like masticating. Yeah, them. yeah, just like grind them all up, and you know, that's fucking wonderful. Uh, so this is like a this is like a big strategic move. So much defy plus intelligence. This sounds interesting to me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a maneuver. Yeah, just Cracky the wood chipper. Seven. I want you to roll your damage because that's that's how I'm tracking the the strength of this horde. Seven. Do you make yourself smaller, or are you just making a series of pillars inside of you that are liquefying them? What? I, yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of what I was assuming was like chaotic smushing of like pillars. The vision, the awareness that you have within yourself is quickly swallowed up by this liquefaction. We'll say of this sect of the horde and you created for yourself a sort of a sort of bastion the rest of them afraid to besiege you but the army itself has now turned inward away from you realizing that you're not actually worth the trouble we'll say and we come over to Nulsk who had recently caught Mrogol squarely across the face and then was caught with a cleaver between the ribs In a sort of strange mutual respect for each other, the two of you have begun encircling once more, surrounded by these Pythians who are doing their best to keep the horde apart. We're out of the corner of your eye, at first one, then another. These Pythians keeping this pit for for entertainment, at the very least, 
One of them are snatched up by some sort of winged creature and taken away. Uh, now I gotta fucking kill Mrogol. This is a priority number one. Fuck this guy. He's drooling that acid spit, opening and closing his prehensile jaws over and over again. Weakness! Not the first time I've caught you off guard, Mrogol. I may have been scared of you on our home place, but no longer, not here, where I know that you are simply a weak, pathetic, pitiful warlord. And then I'm going to swipe at him uh, with my claws on my monstrous arm. Fuck yeah, hack and slash. Uh, that's a nine again. Roll your damage. Woof. Uh, 11 damage, and I'm going with Messi on this one, so oh. fuck this guy. <laughs> I thought it was a different woof. Nope. That's a good woof. Yeah, describe how you kill him. Yeah, I think, like, I'm, I'm calling him out a little bit, and he, like, rears up to like try and trample me and I swing this arm forward and I just like eviscerate him just like tear his intestines out <laughs> scatter him across the ground he stands there for a moment drops his cleaver and, and looks at the gaping wound in his chest all this power all this aggression that you have is something that we have given to you Nolsk you'd be nothing without Pythia uh, you'd be nothing Without the power of insurgency. We trusted you with a mission and you turned your back on us. How long does it take you to die? <laughs> How long? And he charges no. you and grabs you and grabs you with those two arms that were holding the cleaver before and drives you backward into the horde. Where you are where they, they gnash at you with claws and begin tearing at you. Roll a D six. Okay. Add three. Oh, bye, everybody. Oh. Yeah, I thought maybe. Oh, fuck. I knew we were getting there. That's a good moment. Ozir off to the side of the charred body of the zombie you just killed. The line of Pythians and zombies is broken as this f strange horse creature crashes through. Nulsk still in his arms, bleeding profusely. A group of four of these thralls holding on, gnashing and pulling at Nulsk's arm and face. What do you do? He ain't moving. Yeah, then I'm just like with the hammer crushing heads as they're distracted with Nulsk. And then I want to set myself up if it's appropriate for an aid on Black Gates. Because... He owes me because I just gave him like a thousand gods when Greek died. Cracky, the zombie horde has taken its attention away from you. You fear for your friends' lives. You saw a loud thunderclap somewhere in the middle there and heard the cheers of the Pythians as their ranks were broken, as you could just see from your vantage point. What do you do? I reopen my doors. Black blood spills out. You can feel it in the air that things have changed or are changing. There's a stillness almost. I will quickly raise myself up 
and as a lumbering giant can move swiftly, stamping and thrashing as I make my way towards the two circles which my compatriots were in, scanning amongst what to Krecky must look like a needle in a haystack trying to find Nulsk amongst his own people. The Pythians had gathered around this death embrace, cheering for each of their, well, warlords. Ozir had run over to Nulsk's side, clearing off the last of his accosters, and you gather each of them up in your arms. Do you run for escape? Am I reading this correctly? Yeah, we have to get out of here. We don't even know if Nulsk is alive. The horde attempts again to scrabble up these pillars that are your legs, but as you move, they fall off of the joints and are easily rebuffed by your innate defenses. Here's what I was thinking. So I paid close attention, basically, to who was killing Nulsk, because it matters in this context. So I was killed by the thralls of Piamir, or I was sent to the Black Gates by the thralls of Piamir, not by Pythians. That is correct. It was in his last gasp that he drove you into the arms of your mutual enemies. So what I think is Nolsk arrives bewildered at the Black Gates, the true Black Gates. There's no deception. Nolsk is not a creature of this realm. The normal imagery that people see, the normal affectations that people put on to dress the Black Gates up the way that they, you know, that their religion interprets them or that their personality interprets them. He sees them as Ozir would see them uh, in their true form. Just cold iron obelisks marking the entrance to the afterworld. And Nolska's a little confused You know, he doesn't have any religious understanding of what death is in this realm. But he was sent here by uh, mortal agents. Uh, He was sent here by creatures of this world, and therefore he's sent to their death. This is part of the war between Pythia and death is because whenever Pythians kill, they steal that soul from its own domain so that death loses. But Vice versa, when a Pythian is killed by something of death's realm, then its soul goes to death. And thus, Nolsk is here at this place that he has no cultural understanding of. And it is simply a barren, bleak landscape with these cold iron markers of a gate. Please roll last breath. (sighs) Here we go. Nope, that's it. I think that death appears perhaps equally confused. You're not something I expected to turn up at my gates. And Nolsk, realizing that he has died here in this mortal realm, and not in Pythia, and not to Pythia. It's a, it's like a moral victory for him. And Nolsk rushes forward 
and hugs death. And then gladly passes beyond the black gates to a place where you're dead, but you're not suffering. And all of that can be left behind. On a Fuck, boat. not Nolsk. Jesus. Take a damn look at the motherfucker. Oh, Ozier. <laughs> <laughs> Ozier's just at the just, just at Kinko's flipping copies. <laughs> These are my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this page just says nothing. The word Period. nothing. That's what we all are after after we die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is what Ozir's black gates are. It's just like working at a kinkos, having to make copies for death. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the good word of death? That's a good job, Ozir. Now just keep printing off those copies. <laughs> and death is just a middle manager of a fucking kinkos. <laughs> and Ozir, I'm not going to say it again. You better take that old half a turkey sandwich out the fridge. Tuck your shirt in and wipe your shoes. Track salt all over. Wow, this, uh, yeah, that is death. <laughs> Clean up in aisle four, Ozir, if you can grab that for me. There's only three aisles. <laughs> the fourth one. Got the him. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mess. <laughs> Come on, Ozir, like your friend Greg. Swap the poop deck. <laughs> He just like belittles your whole life in front of you too. Like brings up any little thing to remind you. Okay. Anyway, you can start over if you want, or I can cut. All, I can cut all that. Have Should have gotten ten thousand and one souls. You could have gone to the bigger kinkos. <laughs> the the nicer kinkos uptown. Oh God. That's where Emily is. The girl you said you liked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry about that, future David. Uh, I'm sure it'll be entertaining then. We might st- we might play it. Just leave it in. Yeah. you a question because I'm gonna I want you to help me set the scene I don't want to do any work yeah well I didn't either so you have to <laughs>